Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I still believe through the cold and through the heat, through the rain and through the tears, through the crowds and through the cheers. Oh, I still believe. Oh, wait. Hang on, hang on. Had to light, uh, light the candle we've been lighting the last few weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast, number one Browns podcast on the planet. You got Kevin and Raleigh. And we're very pleased to welcome on a very special guest, the host of the number two Browns podcast on the planet. All the way from across the pond in London, England, he chose himself to be a Browns fan. We'll get to that later. Paul Brown. Let's let's get right into this. I want to hear more about this. You are, and for those of you that don't know, we will have all of his Instagram, YouTube channel, everything in the episode description. Go check this out. But I see you're on a Browns bus and you're driving to Seattle to the game. Yeah, that's correct. So um, 2,400 miles, watched um, the Browns beat the Colts, and then Sunday night, jumped on a bus with some Browns fans, and then uh, we're heading to the game in Seattle. Paul hit me up uh last week saying hey mate flying into chicago love to meet up for a beer the way they say beer over there um pint and then we met at my favorite browns bar in chicago shout out the field house and had a pinter 12 and it was great seeing you but the time i saw him before that this year was the first time we'd ever met in person as i was walking out of the pittsburgh stadium uh what is heinz field in just a lonely depressed, sobbing emotion. I hear, hey, Rolly. And I look over, look and behold, it's Paul Brown. Paul, will you tell our listeners, I know a lot of people know who you are. They've seen your stuff or they follow you on Twitter or all the above. Can you talk about, because you don't live in the States. You live over in the UK. You've been a Browns fan for, tell us how you became a Browns fan and how, like, how often do you come over here for games? So Yeah, so I've basically been a Browns fan for about 25 years buying Cleveland Browns gear, but I had no idea if it was football, baseball, basketball. I just wanted to wear American gear that says Browns on it, being Paul Brown, Browns. So basically, um, 10 years ago, oh, 2016, I started playing um, fancy football with some American guys in my office, and at that point, I just suddenly Googled everything about American football and fell in love actually with the Cleveland Browns. So I was literally uh, the man with all the gear, no idea. And that was me. And then I actually learned about the Cleveland Browns. How Jack were you to find out that you and the founder of this franchise have the same person last name? You know, that, this is my team. I could pick the Bengals or the Browns. I picked the Browns, you know, for my sins. I'm a Browns fan. 
Where are you right now on this Browns bus? Yeah, apologies for the poor reception. We're in the white snow mountains of Montana. How many people are on this Browns bus? Like, how did this come together? Yeah, so basically, um, the Browns bus is a, it's a muni bus. It's the bus at the, at the start of the muni lot. And they wanted to get over to Seattle. So um, I said, look, I will definitely come out and jump on the bus with you guys. It'd be a great epic journey. I just need everyone to appreciate this right now. One, a guy born and raised in the UK who happens to have the same name as the first coach of the Browns, Paul Brown, who also started the Bengals. Youngins, go look up Paul Brown, learn some history. Happens to share the name and then becomes a fan after having all the merchandise and apparel for so many years and now has a massively successful Twitter account, YouTube channel, Instagram page. I mean, you just been, you've been killing this, man. I mean, normally I, I'm scared of people who choose to become fans of this team that aren't born into it, but uh, you've had nothing but success so far, minus perhaps, of course, you know, the team itself. But you know what? I absolutely love the roller coaster of the, the highs and lows of being a Browns, you know, fan. Remember when Baker beat the Jets? You know, that was a great, great moment being a Cleveland Browns fan. One of my favorites of all time. I was there with my dad at that game. It was like one in five moments. Uh, the Bud Light Fridges, baby. Uh, hey, tell us, after you left Chicago, where did you head? Who did you see? After after Indianapolis, I text you again. Say, come meet me for another drink as I was driving through Chicago, but you were busy. Uh, and then uh, I text Joe Thomas saying, hey, Joe, I'm driving through Wisconsin. You're around for breakfast Monday morning. He said, hey, Paul, come to my house and jump on the, the new Tomahawk podcast. So I turn up to uh, Joe Thomas's house, which I know you've been to. And um, yeah, I jumped in, jumped on a podcast and then carried on to Seattle. Let's just let's just reflect on this for a second here. Yeah, Raleigh's been there. I had to miss that trip, unfortunately. Um, still gonna re- I'm gonna regret that forever. You just texted Joe Thomas, no big deal, and said, "Hey, uh, you want to get breakfast?" And he said, "No, but come to my house and come on our podcast." That's unbelievable. While you were there, did you uh, by chance happen to come across my Amazon Echo Alexa with the football helmet on that I stupidly left at his house? You know what? I didn't see it, I'm afraid to say. If you told me before, I would have picked it up for you. Sorry. No, it's okay. What, what? Are you trying to pull like a, you know, girl leave the earrings, guy leaves the wallet, Dude, you got to come back? Like, come I, on, man. I'm really pleased that nobody... You're looking thirsty. I'm really pleased that nobody accused me of that. It was more like, as I was leaving, I was just super nervous. I'm like, okay, I have everything. I have everything. Uh, clean up. And yeah, forgot one of my prized items. Hey, it's all right. We'll get it back. We'll get it back. We'll get up to see, uh, see Joe Thomas soon. Gentlemen, speaking of Indianapolis, the Browns were victorious in Indianapolis last weekend, 39 to 38. Um, we've been remiss not to just acknowledge the performance for the ages. Miles Garrett, three plays in the first half that led to 17 Browns points, also became a minority owner of the Cavaliers this week. Uh, Miles is way, way, way ahead of everyone else for Defensive Player of the Year right now. Not going to jinx him or anything, but uh, Paul, talk about Miles' game on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And that performance, I want to see Miles against the Steelers. You know, he owned that defense. Um, 
we won the game only because of Miles Garrett, and I want to see more of it with Miles. And shout out Kareem Hunt when needed, put his hometown on his back. Don't know how that got in the end zone, but it got in, and we won the game. And, and we can't forget about Walker PJ Texas Ranger. Excuse yep. me, PJ Walker Texas Ranger. Uh, you know, he's had shaky moments in this game, but he's like the only guy in Browns history that has ever been two and zero at quarterback. Actually, I haven't looked up like the nineteen forties stat <laughs> because there's that probably happened a bunch, but. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. To this point, he's the only guy that's 2-0 and in history. And let me say, for the people on the other side, lines and national media, trying to talk about us being the benefactors of some questionable calls, uh, hello, where have you been the last 30 years when that has never happened to us? I make none of us make any apologies for that. We're 4-2. and two. And yeah, for maybe the first time in our lives, we've had it happen a couple times this year where calls actually go our way. So who knows how it's going to shake out. I feel like the refs are plotting some type of epic betrayal, but right now they have been pretty, pretty cool to us. Maybe they finally feel bad about Bottlegate. Um, that all being said, how are we feeling about the uh, quarterback situation? Yeah, so Deshaun's out for Sunday, if you haven't heard already. P.J. Walker, Texas Ranger, getting the start. Guys, I'll you know, Deshaun's press conference today, um, I thought he did well. I think it's the Browns really dropped the ball. They fumbled it, pun, with handling this whole thing, especially the PR side of it. But it's as simple as it's an injured shoulder. He can't play till it gets better. Like, there's no conspiracies here. The only pain in the ass is that everyone is just collectively, like I said on last week's episode, tired of all the drama and the news and, you know, having this quarterback that we got, you know, almost two calendar years ago. And we've only seen him for a few games. And I'm not, this is, I'm not putting it on, you know, you get hurt, you get hurt. But I think everyone just collectively and after, you know, Baker's injured for that whole year, people are just fed up with this stuff. I don't know, Paul, what do you think? Yeah, I think you've always got to back your quarterback. Uh, doesn't matter what happens, but we are in the situation. It is what it is. Let's go out there and win on Sunday. Whoever quarterback we pull out there, the Cleveland Browns have to win. It's pretty accurate. It's, and I want to say, you know, that term Baker bro has always annoyed me, continues to annoy me, but let's call myself a Baker bro. I am a bro of whichever quarterback the Cleveland Browns are invested in. Yep. And people are kind of coming out of the woodworks, like trash and Deshaun for not fighting through the injury and playing uh, against the Colts. And it's like, guys, Baker Mayfield fought through an injury. He did that rah, rah. Tough through it, play with heart, play with passion. And he got ran out of town. If you play out, if you go on that field and you can't complete passes because of injuries or because you suck, hopefully it's only because he's injured. Like that would be a huge, huge, huge step back. Honestly, I take hats off to Stefanski that they put him in big time. And when he was faltering, I, I think 
arm strength and lack thereof was a huge part of it. Uh, apparently, that's something to do with the injury. They took him right out, and that's fine. He didn't get the show. People are thinking, oh, he could have got injured even worse. Based on the injury of Dr. Uncle Buddy when he came on last week, this injury is in a situation where it's like, if you fall, you can never use your arm again. Props to Kev Stefanski. You know, I love people try to, you know, play armchair quarterback and armchair play caller with them. Um, I granted the PR for the Watson injury and stuff. That's a whole other story. But in terms of managing this team and somehow taking this team to a four and two record is, is pretty incredible considering he has no clue who his quarterback is every week until this week. Finally, we have it announced say that Deshaun's sitting. Um, you know, you lose Chubb, you lose all these, you know, our offense is all banged up. Um, and I know you can talk about the defense and it's, you know, historically good so far, knock on wood, but this coaching staff and what they've been doing with the pieces and the the cards they've been dealt, you cannot tip your cap to it. And kind of uh, piggybacking on that, hats off to the players, to the, the entire team. Yep, the team the, would have collapsed years before. For the first time in a couple of years since maybe 2020, like, I don't, we won the last two games by the skin on our teeth, skin of our teeth. I don't know why. You, know, that's you got it. You got Skin it. of our teeth. And, you know, it is so easy to lose those games. And I truly believe that what separates good teams from bad teams is being able to win those dog fights where you just tip the needle in your favor. You refuse to quit, refuse to fight. And they did it in back-to-back weeks. Hopefully, they do the same thing or they absolutely blow Seattle out either way. I'll take it. But that type of winning those close proximity games in the NFL is everything because there is no team that just goes through every game and wins by 30 points. There was one team that was the Niners and we beat them. Previous Browns teams would have just rolled over and died. And you guys know the teams I'm talking about from many years ago and what we had to put up with for so long. They would roll over and just died. But okay, last uh, not I don't want to say negative thing. I would say my last fear I'll address here today is I as much as I am praying to God and obviously want him and need him out there. Um, it's going to be up to him, of course, when he heals. I just I already am convinced that he's not playing next week either. And my fear then is if we go up to Seattle this weekend and get and PJ just gets blown out. Trade deadlines on Halloween. It's it'll start getting late real early because then we got to go play Arizona. But then we got two monster division games. So what I'm saying is, uh, everyone, you know, maybe say a couple extra prayers. <laughs> Our candle is lit here. Seahawks going in. They're four and two. Geno Smith not having the year he had last year, but it's a great story with him. You know, a little bit of a resurgence or a big resurgence on his career. Um, Seahawks are favored. It's a 4 p.m. Eastern game. What are the chances of, we probably said this last, no, we didn't say this last week because we weren't 4-2, and two, but we are sitting on a 4-2 and two record, and I'm scared shitless. That's what people keep forgetting, and that's what sucks, is that in, the, in typical Browns fashion, of course, it would be us. We're 4-2, and two, and there's so much drama and you know apprehension and just fear. <laughs> that's how we do it. Um, Paul, we'll let you get back to the road. I appreciate we appreciate you pulling over in the middle of Montana in a Browns bus in a snowbank to uh, take this with very little reception out there. Um, again, Paul Brown, UK. Many of you probably already do follow him on all the things. But we'll have his YouTube page, 
His Instagram, his Twitter in the description. Follow along. Uh, again, he's driving a Browns bus across these United States of America to Seattle for this game on Sunday. Paul, thanks again, brother. Uh, really appreciate you coming on. And uh, I really need safe travels for Paul, for Raleigh, for myself. Thank you for listening to Dogs War Podcast. And good night, Cleveland. Any given Sunday, you could see him arrive. He's been six foot two, weight 225. Number 32, he was better than the rest. Everybody knew that he was the best. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Big Jim Brown. Jim Brown. He was a first-round pick in the 57 draft. Started setting records at the league aghast. Had a debut like few in sports history. He was rookie of the year and the MVP, Jim Brown. No one ever seen anybody like Jim. Year after year, the competition was him. Touchdown after touchdown, win after win. Title after title kept raking them in, Jim Brown. Jim Brown, Jim Brown, Big Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Then came that game on that day in December that still to this day's reminisced and remembered. The world stood still and hearts beat fast. Not one point scored, 0 0 at the half, but hold on. Through the third and fourth quarter, they kept fighting hard Through touchdowns and field goals and Jim's rushing yard Cleveland had 27 and the Colts had none The Browns were triumphant, the championship was won Jim Brown, Jim Brown Big Jim Brown He never missed a game. He was voted into the Pro Bowl every year that he played. He had eight leading rushing seasons, three MVPs, and still holds a franchise record for most rushing in the league, Jim Brown. From a director's chair on a movie set, Jim broke the news that they'll never forget. He said he'd made up his mind. He said it was time. He said he retired. It was the end of the line for Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim Brown, Big Jim Brown, Jim Brown. Now his jersey's retired, he's in the Hall of Fame. He's got a ring of honor and a statue in his name. You can sum up this man in one single line. He's the greatest NFL running back of all time. Big Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim Brown, Big Jim Brown. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.